Hi guys, welcome back to the Finance Focus Daily Podcast. I'm your host Rohan Regmi and today I'll be breaking down the main financial news from Friday the 22nd of May. Today's topics are as follows. So firstly, how British banks are warning the Bank of England on the impact of negative interest rates. Then how iron ore prices have soared up in recent weeks. Thirdly, how private equity group KKR had taken a stake in Reliance Geo. And lastly, in the knowledge segment of the podcast, we'll be looking at forward contracts. But firstly, turning our attention on the potential impact of negative interest rates. UK banks have hit out at the prospect of negative interest rates, saying that this policy would slash their earnings and limit their ability to absorb the coronavirus-related loan losses. British lenders are on track to boost their reserves to £18.5 billion for bad debts in 2020. The Bank of England's admission this week said they were eyeing up negative interest rates for the first time in their 324-year history, which has ultimately created deep concern within the banking sector. Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey on Wednesday said a further cut in the central bank's current 0.1% rate was under active review. Negative rates are in place in Scandinavia, Switzerland and the Eurozone. Such a move in the UK would narrow lenders' net interest margin. This is the difference between what they charge borrowers and pay out on deposits. This has the possibility of depressing already fragile profitability in the industry that has struggled to recover from the financial crisis. The combination of loan losses plus lower margins will have a drastic impact on profitability for banks for years to come. If you're someone that's looking to apply your skills, expand your financial knowledge and be a part of a strong alum network, then please visit www.finfoc.com forward slash apply. So that's finfoc.com forward slash apply. We have a few roles open, whether you want to be the head of a division or a writer for that division within financial advisory, investment management, markets, quantitative finance and much more. So if that sounds of interest, then please do submit over an application to us. And now returning back to the financial news and looking at iron ore prices. Iron ore, which is the main ingredient for making steel, rose to nearly $100 a tonne on Thursday as China announced plans to streamline custom checks. Starting from June the 1st, China's General Administration of Customs said a mandatory quality assessment for imported iron ore would be phased out and replaced with a system where buyers would request official inspections. Australian producers, the world's biggest exporters of iron ore, immediately welcomed the move as China is the world's biggest consumer of iron ore and the top producer of steel. China relies on Australia for more than 60% of its iron ore imports and given that shipments of China's other main supplier Brazil are down 11%, this is much needed to restart the Chinese economy. Iron ore has enjoyed a strong run over the past month, rising more than 17% to $97.75 a tonne. The Brazilian state of Pará, which produces nearly 30% of the country's iron ore, has registered an alarming spike in COVID-19 cases. Analysts at ANZ estimate this could put 80 million tonnes of supply at risk. And now looking at how KKR have bought a $1.5 billion stake in Reliance's Geo. Mukesh Ambani's ambitions to transform Geo platforms into an Indian tech giant have received a boost, with the US private equity firm KKR becoming the latest big name investor to purchase a stake in the company. Valued at $65 billion, Geo Platforms is a fast growing subsidiary of Reliance Industries. The broad conglomerate owned by Mr. Ambani, India's richest man, covers a range of industries including oil and telecoms. KKR is expected to purchase a $1.5 billion stake in the company, bringing external investment in the company in the last month alone to $9 billion. 
They will join the ranks of General Atlantic, Vista Equity Partners, Silver Lake and Facebook in backing the growth of Geo. Geo plans to capitalize upon the existing 388 million users of its Indian 4G networks. The investment by Facebook at $5.7 billion is the network's second largest transaction after its 2014 purchase of WhatsApp for $19 billion. Reliance intends to sell a 20% stake in Geo, with the collapse of oil prices heaping pressure upon Mr. Ambani to generate cash and shrink the company's $20 billion worth of debt. This should pave the way for Geo's IPO, which is expected in the next five years. And last but not least, moving on to forward contracts. A forward contract is a customized contract between two parties to buy or sell an asset at a specified price on a future date. A forward contract can be used for hedging or speculation, although its non-standardized nature makes it particularly apt for hedging. Forward contracts can be tailored to a specific commodity amount and delivery date. Forward contracts do not trade under a centralized exchange and are considered over-the-counter instruments. So taking a look at a quick example, let's assume that there's an agricultural producer that has 2 million grams of wheat to sell 6 months from now and is concerned about a potential decline in the price of wheat. The producer enters into a forward contract with its financial institution to sell 2 million grams of wheat at a price of £4.30 per gram in 6 months. So for the first example, let's assume that the price of wheat per gram stays the same at £4.30. In this case, no money will be owed by either party and the contract is then closed. In example two, let's say that it's higher than the contract price, for example, five pounds per gram. The producer will then owe the institution 1.4 million pounds or the difference between the current spot price and the contracted rate of four pounds and 30 pence. The 1.4 million pounds comes from the difference of five pounds and four pounds and 30 pence, which is 70 pence, multiplied by the number of total grams of wheat, which is two million. And in the final example, let's say it's lower than the contract price, for example, three pounds and 50 pence per gram, the financial institution will pay the producer £1.6 million or the difference between the contracted rate of £4.30 and the spot price. So again here the £1.6 million comes from the difference between the contracted price which is £4.30 and the spot price which is £3.50 so the difference of 80 pence multiplied by the total grams of wheat which is 2 million grams. So that pretty much wraps up today's podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed and as always all sources can be found on the description. The next podcast will be on Sunday where we have a very special guest joining us so you don't want to miss out on that and as always stay finance focused. <music>